0: So that wasn't supposed to play, but hello. Hi. Hi Betty. How's it going? Going all right. Feeling a little better. Yeah.
1: Oh, I'm yeah, glad I sound really, right.
0: Yeah, you sound amazing. You sound like the Betty I always hear.
1: Oh,
0: and I sound fine. Yeah. <laughs> So, um, for those of you guys who are tuning in, this is Simply Bree and That B. That B, yes. And um, this is a new format for us. So, welcome uh, everyone. Hopefully, you guys enjoy the show. Um, Of course, at the end, you always can reach out to us and let us know what you think. And if you have any topics that you would like to suggest that we tackle, then of course you guys know what to do. Go ahead and send us a DM. You can get us on Instagram um, or you can send us an email info at he said what com. And um, Betty, so your day. How was your day today? Did you work super hard?
1: Uh, as always, of course. learning <laughs> with work.
0: Right. Um,
1: yeah, and you know, with everything else going on, it's even harder. So, yeah. But, but it was alright. You know, I can't mm. really complain too much because I've had worse days.
0: Yeah, that's. Uh, is it usually crazy towards um, the end of the year and the beginning of the new year for you?
1: Uh no. And and with my job, especially, it's busy throughout the entire year. I feel that we're short-staffed all the time. Mm. So I never feel like a time period where it's not busy. Right. Um, but at least, so not for
0: me, but I don't know. How about you? Um. Well, I guess for me, it's actually slower um, towards the end of the year because a lot of people in what I do, a lot of people travel. And so they're not home to call in and voice their concerns about whatever problems it is that they're having. So um, that is really like a vacation for me, in a sense, because um, it's just smooth sailing. It's very, very quiet. So I honestly don't mind working the last two weeks of the year while everybody else is like, I'm out of here. And they're taking vacation time um, (laughs) for me. (laughs) trying to fix the camera Can tell? <laughs> i could tell <laughs> that was funny <laughs> i didn't know if it was Norbert or what no um, he's sleeping and i said his name he didn't hear me yes you did
1: i cringed for like a quick second like
0: oh, no. Ooh, i said it well um for those of you who are watching if you'd like to join in on tonight's discussion all you have to do is just type your comments in the chat And if we feel like you got a point there, we'll go ahead and put it up. Um, But either way, we do like to interact with our audience as always. Um, Shout out to everyone that is uh, on the support wagon for us uh, since the very beginning. Um, Betty, your CQ fam, as always, has come through and shown love. So Yes. Are you ready? Are you ready for tonight? Are you ready for... Okay. That right there. Loving the player and not the game. Is that something that you can actually honestly help? Can you help to love the player but not love the game? Can I help it? Can you help it? Yeah, because at the same time if you know he's a player, but you, you still can catch feelings.
1: Um I think if you put your mind to it where you don't want to deal with all their games, yeah, you can control it. But it it's kind of like weaning yourself off of that attraction that you have for the person. At yeah. least in my case. Yeah. Um, so I've been in situations where I put up with the, the games for a little bit until eventually you just get tired and you move on to somebody that is not playing those particular games wow. um, it's hard oh, it's like
0: go it is mm-hmm. it really is yeah, yeah. Oh, it's so hard and it's like you start thinking about well what do I deserve I deserve better I know better But yet, it's like you still fall victim to it. And at some point in time, when do you stop considering or referring to yourself as a victim? Because you are willingly participating in the shenanigans. Right. So, it's like, I agree with you, it's super hard to know
1: I I was going to say, I think once you start playing the games as well that's when it starts becoming so toxic that that is when I usually I'm like you know what it's not even worth it, right? Because um, then I think you become this, you become more that type of player person yourself. Yeah. Um, and I think as far as women at least, that's when you start realizing like, well, if I'm gonna have to play a game, then why be monogamous or why stay with this one particular person?
0: right yeah no you got a point um hey nakima some people are attracted to the drama of it oh you know what i will definitely agree like a thousand percent because you can use a situation such as the guy is just a dog he's a dog he's not healthy whatsoever in any type of circumstances but the way that he holds on to you, in your head, you're saying, he loves me, though. He loves me because if he didn't love me, he wouldn't say the things he say. He wouldn't hold on to me. He let me go. No, like, we make up these excuses for the behavior. Mm-hmm. And it goes both ways. It's not just men doing it to women because women women can be as toxic and as right. dangerous as well. So, um, Nakeema, that is a very, very good point. And you know what, thinking about that, have you ever had someone that was so toxic that when you actually came across someone who wasn't toxic, you were like, nah, mm-mm, you're with the games." Like, you're looking for the signs. Um,
1: no, because if I'm realizing that they're not the same, I'm not going to... Automatic, automatically start assuming that they're doing the same thing.
0: Mm-hmm. It's
1: when they start showing red flags that I start thinking, "Oh, wait a second, are you just good at hiding that you're playing the game,
0: right.
1: or are you really different?" Um, okay. yeah, I can't see love.
0: Okay, yeah, I'll I'll read it to you. She says. I had a friend who said she realized she likes the toxic.
1: That some is some people do. Yeah. I have female friends that they don't feel it's exciting if the guy isn't playing any games.
0: Okay. They get bored I with to...
1: I don't need that excitement in my life, but I don't know about you.
0: I got other stuff that I can be doing other than chasing behind the guy or going through his phone or oh. calling up people or hitting people up from his DMs and oh no 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 no.
1: I've had friends that have been with a guy, have gone through the guy's phone and had called the girls uh-huh. even though they are not in a uh oh goodness, official really? situation yet and have wow. had it out with the girls like oh are you talking to my man and all that I mean that's just no wow. I'm sorry
0: but so without
1: that type of drama they feel bored because they they then might have like a guy that is not playing those games And they pay no attention to them. They don't really want to be with them. They don't find it exciting. So
0: So (laughs) what's... See, we need somebody up here that's toxic. (laughs) Because I... Like, what's exciting about it? Like, what about chasing someone, um, fighting, uh, going through the phones? Like, what's exciting about it? Because to me... For me, that's a headache, like that's stress. I'm tired. Me too.
1: And and I think you're always gonna have someone, especially in the beginning, where they're just playing little games here and there. But as a relationship evolves, if you're voicing how you feel Mm -hmm. to this person and they are amending things that they do, trying to change and trying Mm. to show you it's not that I'm playing a game it could be that it's just personal issues I might have that I'm bringing into this But I will work on it right it's different than you voicing that to somebody and they're like oh you don't like that I do that okay and then they do it like twofold
0: right you still stick
1: yeah like uh I personally like peace in whatever I'm doing. Yeah. So I'm amazed every time I, and and I'm to the point where when I see one of my friends, I was going to say, I'm amazed when my, one of my friends is just so adamant and staying with somebody like that, where I just, me personally, I don't even get involved anymore. I just, it's like, why say anything? I've had friends where I've looked out for them. I've seen their men out with people Mm -hmm. come back and told the women, Yo, he is so playing you. I just saw him and they, you know, with someone else and holding hands or whatever. And it's disbelief. they They will start questioning everything that I'm telling them because they would rather believe that or distrust that what I'm saying. Right. And actually, sometimes I've told me, oh, it's because you probably want to get with him. Are you insane?
0: Why do I want those problems? Thank you. Why? why? Rory, hey, Rory. Yeah, that's work. I got to work to work, but I'm not about to come home and have to work too. Yes, that's double time. Like, your whole relationship shouldn't be a job, a full-time job. Uh, Nikita says, I had to learn not to do that. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, I feel like when the emotions get caught up, it's hard to just see what's in front of you. It's hard to see the BS. And even once you get out of that relationship, you have to go through those healing stages before you get to the point where you're no longer in the red zone. And the red zone Mm -hmm. is when they can still hit you up and be like, hey, what's going on? Can we talk about us and what went wrong? Or, hey, uh, I know we got tickets to this place and even though we're not together, I don't want to waste my tickets. No, 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 no. That's the red zone. Like for me, if I'm done with you, I'm blocking you because I need to now go through that process of getting you out of my system. And you continuously being in the picture is not going to help, period, at all. So. I mean
1: that's not—it's not conducive to you moving on into something healthier, anyways. Right. If you're still, <laughs> sorry, if you're still being strung along by this other person.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, it actually happened with my ex-husband at first. Even though mm. it was so toxic and everything, and so bad. I guess since it was affecting his ego that I no longer wanted to be with him, he would try all those things, and I would mm-hmm. just be like but why bother? Like, there's no point. It's like beating a dead horse um, until eventually I just had to, and and I was trying, and maybe that's why sometimes people do it, where you're trying to maintain a friendship with somebody that you felt so strongly about, but you have to sometimes realize that if it's so toxic, it's actually better just to nip it at the bud and move on because ultimately you're only causing more harm to the situation and eventually me trying to maintain that friendship is hurting you more. Something in me kept telling me he's not worthy of your friendship. Um, It ended up where we would get into so many arguments because he was so adamant that no, no, we need to, you know, see each other in some way and how could you just cut it off where I, took it as being so controlling still Mm -hmm. and I would react completely negative to everything he was trying to do. Right. So eventually it became something where I thought it was just easier just to cut him off completely and just not speak to him at all. Mm -hmm. Which is where we're at now. Right. Um, And I think maybe if I would have done that from the beginning it Mm might have been something where we wouldn't have gotten into the heated arguments where we eventually got into because we were just trying to maintain a friendship. Right. Um, sometimes it's better to, if you want that, to try that friendship later on and not right when you break up, which is right. what I've learned. Yeah.
0: Um, yeah.
1: But you know, you live and you learn.
0: So Yeah. And I mean, you both have to get over the situations and, and we're not always on the same page where we can... Learn at the same time, hey Ryo. We can learn at the same time and we can heal at the same time, especially like you said with the egos. If the egos are involved, honey, it don't matter whatsoever. Like they want what they want, and that's it, they can't see beyond no. Um, and that's the thing, you have to be comfortable even telling someone that you just broke up with no and mean it and stand by it because they're going to use that whole. Oh, I thought you loved me. Oh, mm-hmm. so this is this is how you treat me? Oh, that means you never loved me to begin with. Let them say whatever they got to say or block them and come back to it later on down the road once you're actually stronger. Mm-hmm. But you know it's it's just a matter of being able to identify the different ways that they can try to maneuver their way back in once you've gotten over them. So Loving the player and not the game is tonight's discussion, and you guys uh, feel free to engage in the conversation. If you have questions, or if you if you even have experiences of your own that you want to share, you can definitely put it in the chat box, and uh, we'll definitely address that. And uh, shout out to everyone that is actually uh, in there right now. I see uh, we got Royal, Royal just popped up in here, and Rory, Nakima, and, and Erica um so when it comes to the game right how do you even know when you're wounded up in the game when you're tied up in it how do you know
1: i think it's when you start realizing that their actions don't match what they're saying and when you start again once it's I've met different people that react to different situations in different ways. And honestly, they might not know because they might've dealt with somebody in the past before you that this was acceptable to them. So to Mm -hmm. them, they're realizing that it's something you might not be okay
0: with.
1: Once, as I mentioned earlier, you express that to them and they're like, oh, I'm going to work on that. I'm going to change that. I'm going to do this. But then a week goes by, same thing happens, and you fall right back into the thing where you're like, But didn't I just kind of? Didn't we have this conversation? Um, didn't you already tell me that you weren't talking to this girl, but all of a sudden uh, you're out with her? Or something? Um, I think that's when you start realizing well, it, this person's not taking me serious. They're right. clearly just playing some type of game. Right. Um, that's how I usually notice. Yeah. Um, the key is repetition. If you see mm. that
0: always
1: constantly doing the same thing, um, even though you've told them this is not something you're okay with or where this is not the understanding you thought you had with them, mm-hmm. um, chances are, yeah, they're running some game on you. They're just telling you what you want to hear to get what they want out of you. Mm. Um, what do you think?
0: Or I it's it's so interesting because as he was, <laughs> I always get this confused. Like so, as he was speaking, um, when you hit when you said this is something that you've talked to them about before, and they're doing it once again, it's like when you are confronting someone, and not, not even confronting, but when you are speaking to someone or you're voicing a concern of something that they've been repetitious about that you don't necessarily agree with, it's like you're skating on thin ice because as a woman, you don't want to nag. You don't want to be a nagger. But at the same time, you don't want to also sit here and just let them do it and not say anything about it because it's bothering you, but you don't want to seem like you're complaining. So it's like you have to be able to find that right balance in how you approach them and just hope that your partner understands you're speaking from how you feel and what you what you're going through and what you're experiencing. And they may not be aware of it. So this is your way of bringing the awareness into the relationship. Um, RJ you know, says,
1: "What someone told me once, a man very recently. He told me, 'Betty, if if the person cares about you.'" they never will see you coming to them with a concern as you nagging. Right. That's another way that you know if the person is being real with you or not. They'll always take your your feelings into consideration because they feel for you. Right. So the last thing they want to do is upset you. The last thing they want to do is have you leave. Mhm. Um, so I thought that was I mean that made That's sense a good point. to me and I thought yeah. oh, actually think he's right.
0: Yeah. Okay. Before, um, I'm going to read his comment and then I'm going to respond to that because something devil's advocate. RG says, some people live their lives like a skipping record. I'm done with it. They don't know how to break the bad behavior loop. So true. So very true. Um, it's like second nature. Devil's advocate to you. What if they're not used to someone caring for them? Um, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't,
1: uh, I don't know anyone that's not used to anyone caring for them so I mm-hmm. I don't even know an answer mm-hmm. what do you think you've met somebody that's not used to somebody caring for them
0: yeah yeah yeah, yeah. and how have well, they react well um they've been very receptive to what I've uh, voiced my concerns about and they've made the adjustments so that I no longer feel like whatever that concern was is existing. Um, So I know that if there is one person out there, then I know that there has to be plenty others, um, you know, just they probably don't vocalize it. They probably, you know, as a man, I would feel that it's a little harder to be vulnerable enough to say, well, listen, I never really had somebody that cared about me like that or cared about me enough to actually say something. Because you got a lot of people that are just be like, I mean, this just how he is. So, I mean, this is how she is. And, you know, you, what they say, uh, you can't teach your old dog new tricks. Do you believe in that, Betty? No. <laughs> okay. I I I'm, gonna say. <laughs> I'm, older. I'm older, so <laughs>
1: no, I don't believe that. Mm-hmm. Um Again, if the person is that interested, they will learn that new trick. Yeah. they will change and it might and I'm not saying that the person will all of a sudden by tomorrow they are like turning a new leaf and they are this brand new person and it happens instantly sometimes yeah. it takes a few tries but the whole point is that they're making the attempt right and showing you look I am trying Um it's it's the people that don't try that are the ones to me that are like the real players.
0: Yeah. They're not
1: willing to put themselves in that position, but I don't feel that it's because of baggage or whatever. I think right. it's because those people, what they want is uh, access to all this variety. Oh, Yes. I don't think mm. it's about I'm hurt or I've been hurt in the past or any of that. I no, think it's right. about I'm selfish. I, and want what I want I want. you and you and you and you. Wait, and you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe you. And everybody. Um, right. But then the I don't way. want you. I don't want you to be with him or her or him. Or him, or him, or him, or anybody, and wow. I think really that's what it's about. It's about that selfishness, because yes. if they were honest and not playing a game, they know that you would be doing the same thing that they're doing. You would be exploring your mm-hmm. options,
0: right? Oh, so, so yeah. I agree with you. So why why are we even playing games? Because it seems like everybody knows what. Well, I won't say everybody. A lot of people know what it is that they want, right? Most people. Why? Why is it so hard to like verbalize it? Let it be known. Hey, I want. I want marriage. I want kids. I want a house. I want peace. I want all of that. We why share. is it like? They huh? you don't. Know, they want to share.
1: They want. They want to be shared, but they don't want to share. Right. So if they're honest with you, as I'm saying, you're going to go and you're going to, if if somebody is like dating you, but then is telling you, Bree, no, we're strictly together. It's just you and me. But then you go and you find out that, you know, he's being honest. You find out mm-hmm. he's with someone else and he's being honest and he tells you, yeah, actually I am dating other people, Bree. you know, aren't you going to go date other people? Hell Yeah. Okay. okay.
0: You know, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, okay. So what we going to do? We're going to take a commercial break but before we do that, we're going to read RG's comment cuz I heard you said, "I agree, however, try and only go so far. Eventually, you have to show improvement." Uh, yes. so I'm I'm going to assume he's a, he's saying approv- improvement. Um yes, RG. RG, sir, thank you so much for even being in here and being the voice of reason. Uh, It it is really good to always get a third opinion Um, and it sounds like we're all on the same boat here. So what we're going to do is we are going to take a quick commercial break and then we will be right back. So you guys sit still, don't go anywhere um, other than to tell a friend, to tell a friend to join us and uh, we'll be right back. Support of people of color begins with support by people of color. Introducing Melanin People. Melanin People is a new, innovative new social media platform for people of color from all around the world. It's a place for us to interact, showcase our talents, express our passions, share our cultures, and do business, both locally and internationally. Download the Melanin People mobile app now, connecting people of color. All right. We are back, Betty. Uh, oh <laughs> A longer been... break. No, no, we, it was it was very short. Can't believe uh, it's already been half an hour. Honestly. Do I know? Like, this is exciting. I'm super excited. Um, I heard the cough and stuff. <laughs> that was a quick cough, right? Like, you yeah. got 30 seconds. Get it out. Get it out. Okay. So uh for those of you who may have just tuned in. Um, tonight, we are talking about loving the player and not the game. And uh, I have, of course, the girl, Simply Bree, and I got mm. that. <laughs> Look, you see, I like that. I was so confident to go that way. Just so I think it's the opposite. It is. Yes, it is. There we go. So, for those of you who don't know, we have a fact. Checker. Oh, and I want to put our fact checker to the test. So, um, Betty, let's come up with a question for the fact checker about okay, the top- definitely the topic. Hmm. So, for the year 2020, we'll say 2020. Mm-hmm. What was the percentage of divorces um, that were due to infidelity? Because, you know, this happens. You get stuck with the player. You think, oh, well, he's going to marry me and then he'll change. Things will change. And then um, you walk down that beautiful aisle. You have your friends come out and show a good time. And he still continues to do the same thing that he's been doing. Right. Just because they put a ring on it does not mean that the circumstances are always going to change. Do you think that that can, you know, cause someone to change their ways uh, by getting married to someone, Betty? Um.
1: I don't think by getting married Mm -hmm. that changes it. I think if they're if they feel that they and and it all depends on how honest the person is being with themselves and you.
0: Yeah.
1: Um I think if they have changed prior to the marriage, while you're just seeing them,
0: Mm -hmm.
1: then show you that they've changed and show you that they're serious then once you get married, you're expecting them to follow through with that. Right. I think a lot of times, at least in my experience, it was that case, and, and other people that I've known, you start to grow apart mm-hmm. um, at some point in marriage, and it's up to you to fight to keep that marriage together. Yeah. And I believe everyone has that point in the marriage where you're thinking, do I want to entertain something outside of my marriage Um, is this something that I'm willing to risk my marriage for and you're either the kind of person that are like yeah I'm willing to fight for it or you're the kind of person that you're like no I want something outside of my marriage right I I think you could have started the marriage thinking oh I'm going to be the most loyal person that's ever been married and yeah. then as you start to change or evolve as a person, because people change, you know. Yeah. Since I was married so long, it was a whole, a little over a decade. So yeah, you're bound to change in your personalities and sometimes even your interests. Um. So I think once he was, at whatever point it happened, right. where he was presented with the option of Going outside the marriage, he did. Um, I every time was that was presented to me. I was mm-hmm. like, no, my marriage is important. My the my husband's trust is more important to me than maybe that really super fine guy I see over there or over there, <laughs> uh, who all of a sudden wants to get to know me and it's giving me the attention. Right. Yeah. But it all depends on how important that marriage is to that individual. For me, obviously, it was more important than it was for him. Right. Um, Yeah. Like, I do believe he really did think in the beginning, he came into it thinking, this is what I want. Um, I'm not playing her. I'm not trying to be with anybody else. But I think eventually we just Mm. grew apart.
0: Yeah, um, yeah.
1: that's my situation the friends yeah. I have that have been through it that's pretty much been their situation too but depending on how long they've been with the person and you know sometimes yeah. people together like I know people I don't know years. Together like 15 years before they get married and you're like come on at what yeah, point and, and then the husband cheats on them and it's like what
0: like why why,
1: why would you wait why would you wait to like are 17 and now you're married and you feel that way but I don't know I, I don't know about like people do you know do you know people that like sometimes tell you like
0: once they got married they felt like trapped so that's why they did the things that they did I've heard that before I personally don't know anyone it's almost like being like it's now the forbidden fruit like yeah now you know you're not supposed to do this because you're committed legally in all ways to this one person. So now guess what? You want to do it even more just to see what it's like, just for the experience and the thrill. And that's why infidelity in the United States, according to RG, uh, has accounted for 20 to 40% of divorces. um, Because- 20% Twenty percent is not that bad. I expected that to be way high. Twenty to forty, I mean
1: okay. That's still not I, I I'm expecting seventy girl.
0: <laughs> <laughs> what is In RG you trying to take our engineer's job, sir? Um Oh, oh wait. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um so engineer, I got another fact check for you. What is the second le- leading reason for divorces in the United States? So we second. know the infa- second, yeah. I bet you it's finances. You think so? Yep. Okay. So, hmm, because
1: that was if, at least for me that was the other issue I had.
0: Was the finances okay? And so
1: you wasn't yeah. his weight. Like, I was pulling my weight. I totally got my feelings about that. Because I was like, I am struggling to keep us afloat. And I expect you to struggle along with me. You know? I'm doing everything
0: I can. I need you to be doing everything you can, too. um, Financially. Gotcha. Okay, so RG was guessing. He's not sure. Huh? Oh, about the percentage? Oh, he said that was right, RG. You said that was right. Um, okay. So, inter- okay, expectations. You mentioned this when you were talking, and expectations, I feel like, and this is probably one of the things that men contemplate on before even getting into a relationship. They feel like, oh, wait, we have our fact checker, so you can read it to me. What? What's that? Oh, fact check! <laughs> Communication problems. Oh, okay. Just close it and come back. No, no. Oh. That's the the thing. What thing? Communication problems. Oh, okay. So the engineer said communication problems is the number is the number two reason. Is infidelity the number one reason? Um, communication problems. That's I could see that. That's why we got a whole network built on communication. So um, expectations. Men, from what I've heard from the ones that I've been on, he said what? Um Tend to have this thing where if RG cut it out, um, uh, <laughs> put up RG's comment. Look at RG. RG says the fact checker did his job, give him a raise. Wow. Um, <laughs> so yeah, they have expressed concern where I once what once <laughs> you put a title to a relationship. The expectations change. Like, yes. the way that they communicate with you changes. The, the, the things that didn't matter before now matter. And it's like, I can see it. But at the same time, me personally, and maybe this is just because I haven't been in a relationship for so long, that wow. um, <laughs> that um, I have found this new way of thinking where it's just like okay you're an individual i'm an individual we both come together as two individuals and lack of intimacy is number one Uh, y'all not out here getting no booty and so that's what y'all want to divorce because you're not getting booty okay well i'm sure no booty comes with neglect right and why is
1: there neglect Uh, because I believe in fidelity, but I don't know. I could be wrong. It could be maybe because you're just fed up with the person and their BS.
0: Wow. Okay. For me me
1: personally, I cut off the booty once I found out mm -hmm. he was being unfaithful. And that was for me because I was disgusted every time I would look at him and think this has been with somebody else, yeah, and it, it would just turn me off. Where I didn't want to be with him, but at that point, I was like, "Go do what you got to do because you're not going to be with me."
0: Right. And I
1: had already made up my mind that I was going to be moving out.
0: Yeah, um, that makes sense. Yeah. Chuck Chuck said relationships are scary, and I'm mad he even got the skull and bones. Like, eh, come on, it's not that scary. I don't think it's that scary, but that's just me. Um. Yes, so just like I think when people get into relationships, a sense of control comes in, where now they should be able to dictate how you spend your time. Like if True. if before us getting into a relationship, you were spending time on doing your business, I was spending time on doing my business, why is it that once we get into a relationship, things change? Why should it change? Like just continue to find a way to balance the both, the relationship and what it is that you have going on. Um, So... My
1: thing, and I think is what I'm trying to do now and the way I'm trying to live now is I don't want to come into someone's life and change their life nor take over their life. I want to be part of their life. Right. So if it's something where... You know, you're already evolved in your what you know, whatever your profession is, and you have a super busy schedule. I'm not expecting to come in and all of a sudden you need to rearrange your schedule to make time for me or Mm -hmm. I'm expecting you when you do whatever you're going to do to do it out of you wanting to be with me. Right. But I'm not expecting, you know, because you're busy, you know, and let's just say you have to you know, uh, travel a lot and you can't necessarily see me every week that I'm going to throw a fit. What I'm going to do is continue doing whatever it is I'm doing and better myself. Mm -hmm. But I am expecting the same in return. I'm not Mm -hmm. expecting for you now to be my man and my life has to revolve around everything that you do. And in my Mm -hmm. marriage, that's another thing that led to the demise of our marriage mm. that I had to become this wife where everything was about my husband. Right. I had to give up everything I love pretty much to focus everything on this one person. And that's because that's the way he wanted mm. to then see that person not take the same consideration when it came to me. Right. Um, so yeah. And that's like killer right there. But I think a lot of pe- a lot of men, especially that are entrepreneurs or um or are in a profession where they don't necessarily need a woman but want one, they're worried that they're gonna lose themselves into the new relationship because now they have to change their schedule around to pay attention to this woman that they want in their life. Right. Um so my thing is as long as you're not being unfaithful, of course travel, of course they'll do all the things that you gotta do. Sometimes having that space from each other in the relationship is what creates a stronger bond. It's what makes right. them an issue. Yeah. Um so
0: that's where babies come from.
1: That's where what, baby?
0: That's where babies come from. Yeah. That's that space. Oh, oh. Um, so no, RG too, too. <laughs> Stop it. RG said intimacy is more than clapping cheeks, damn it. People don't want deep conversations with someone that's getting on their nerves. Yes. I <laughs> Yeah, cause someone getting on your nerves you're like, I don't give a shit how deep you are. I really don't care. Like, can you go be deep with somebody else? Get out yeah. my face? Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, um, Communication is very, very powerful. And um, I feel like if your relationship doesn't have that, and anybody can have communication, but if it doesn't have the right amount of communication, communication, communication and the right type of communication, like even something as small as knowing your partner's love language, like that is big because it helps you identify how to address your partner, how to speak their language, you know, like for me, and uh, I'm sorry, anybody that I date um, or even have an interest in, I'm going to use my love language on you as well, because my love language is receiving words of affirmation. That's my thing. Like I'm all for like, big me up. Like, Compliment me, tell me I'm doing a good job, but also know that that's the love language that I speak as well. So I'm going to tell you that you are magnificent, you are phenomenal, you are an amazing father, you are an amazing king, you are an amazing man, a human being. I'm going to blow your head up, okay? That's just how I am, though. I'm not saying it trying to kiss tail, I'm not saying it to try to win brownie points. That's mm-hmm. just how I am. And so if you don't notice about your partner, then it's going to affect or it could possibly affect the way that you interact with them. Like that can get on your nerves if you don't know it. Or <laughs> why are you wait? Why? I'm oh, laughing yeah. because Norman
1: is dreaming and I'm wondering, do you hear him making those noises? No. <laughs> like <laughs> so I'm laughing because I'm like, wow, this is being recorded, recorded. and people are going to hear him. Like, hey, hey, they're going to be
0: like, is Benny drunk? <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's not it's,
0: me, it's my dog. It's the do- Norby Starby, always makes Starby. his cameos every time. <laughs> you remember that time when he came over and he sat right there in front of you and he was like, oh, Norbert. No. remember what he did? The poo? Yes. The yeah. new moment? Yes. at least he's not doing that right right now (laughs) he's just dreaming Um, but yeah like you have to know how to communicate with your partner and if you don't guess what happens someone at their job will or someone at their gym will or someone who slides in a DM is going to address your man or your woman the way that they want to be addressed so now if you are not having this discussion with your partner, is your partner at fault for whatever it is that they do? You mean that you're just not voicing that you're upset? Or
1: mm-hmm. Of course not. you are not psychic. Um They're not? Damn. No. Especially with me, I'm not psychic. So okay. if you're not upset if you're upset with something that I'm doing and you're not telling me that you're upset or that this bothers you. Why would I think there's anything wrong? I'm going to continue to do whatever that is. Right. I think the key thing is once you've expressed to the person, this is how I'm feeling. If it's a negative situation, I need you to change. And again, it might not be that you you know, change 100% and you do it full force next day. Mm-hmm. But you need to start seeing some action, um, yeah. And they're only really held, in my book, responsible for their actions once they know, and then still decide to continue to do that.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, it's kind of like ignoring your requests is ignoring that they're hurting you deliberately, right? So. To me, it's completely different. If you haven't told them anything, if you haven't voiced that you're upset, I mean, don't get me wrong. I love guys, and mm-hmm. a lot of my friends are men, mm-hmm. and I am always on their side about almost everything because right. I think women could be pretty bad. When I'm saying loving the player and not the game, yeah. it's also women. Yeah, I know. A- women that their whole deal is playing men to see what yeah. they could just get out of this one and that one and that one it's not just the men right? but regardless of if you're a man or a woman listen to the person's feelings try not to play with their feelings Yeah. if it's something where you don't think you're capable of doing what it is that they're asking be honest with them tell them look that's not something I can do and if you both then decide, well, then we can't be together, then you move on. Move on. It's
0: it's not a big mm. deal. The whole
1: point is not to play with this person's emotions.
0: Right. Yeah. I agree a thousand percent. When you play those games, you be trying to read it. Um, communication, I give up. And, uh, communication and understanding is everything. Definitely communication, though. Yes, because like Betty said, nobody is a mind reader. So um, if something is bothering you, and I'll tell you, I'll be the first to tell you, listen, I am very bad. Um, I will sit here, be in my feelings, and be trying to get myself out of my feelings instead of actually just voicing what's wrong. Um, Because sometimes I feel like I can deal with it on my own. I don't need nobody else involved. But that's not necessarily the right way of going about it, especially if I'm in a relationship with someone. So um, I have, over time, learned how to express myself, whether it's happiness, sad, anger, you know, the whole nine yards. And even when it comes to anger, I've learned how to express that anger without coming off abrasive or rude or disrespectful. You know, the first thing is calming down. Like, give me some time, give me like, give me like, let me t- go for a walk. Let me remove myself yeah. from the situation. And when I cool down, then I can come back and have a civilized conversation with you. Um, but if, and, and that's important too, um, being able to learn how and when to address certain situations, because there isn't a time, well, like you say there's a time and place for everything. Um, but if you're not addressing it, then you're not even taking advantage of it. RG says, the better question is, is the person actually listening to you when you're talking about your needs? In my experience, women only respond when your request fits their needs. <sighs> no. That's not true.
1: Not in my experience, RG.
0: Yeah, I don't know who I don't know who you be talking to. Eh, okay. Not us. okay. <laughs> fact check that. Hmm. Momo fact check. <laughs> so um, so it's 926. I want to go ahead and put up on the board what we will be talking about next week. You guys want to be here for this make sure that you are subscribing to the YouTube channel and hit the notification bell so that it reminds you when we are having another show, which is next Thursday, same time, same place. Next week, let me remove this little thing out of the way so you guys can see. Why does girl slash bro code exist? Okay, get a good look at it. All right. Why does it exist? Why? Mm. Because at the end of the day, if you're in a relationship, right, and let's say according to bro code, you're not supposed to tell your woman certain things that you and your boys talk about because that's bro code. If it's affecting your relationship, do you still not talk about it? Do you still not share that? Example. If your friend, if, if one of your homies is smashing um, I'm trying to think of a, a, a huh? The crew. The, if your if if your sister was being ran through by a lot of the people in the crew. Shit. Do you not want to tell your wife that, that, that this is happening? Like, like that she needs to get some help or something? Or she needs to talk to her sister? Or is that something that you just keep between you and the group? Like, at, at what point do you expose certain information? Uh-oh. I Put that comment back up. RG said, I didn't say you somebody feeling guilty. Laugh out loud. You know what? Whatever, RJ. Uh-uh, they... So that's what we doing? That's what we're doing now. Oh, wow. She turns on me. Who are you pointing to over there? Yeah, whatever. Um, well, so... You. <laughs> you all over the place. <laughs> so, next... <laughs> Next week, um, we will be talking about why the bro code and the girl code actually exists. It doesn't make sense. Like, What are some things that you have heard that has broken bro code or girl code, um, such as dealing with one of your homegirls' exes? What if he was a good man, like a damn good man, like, and you knew that your girl didn't deserve him? Would you still get to know him? If he approached you, like, Betty? If I've been warned?
1: I wouldn't even say warned. Like, like you know a particular person,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and you're like, but, you know, I do know he's a player.
0: Mm. But what um, if he's not a player? What if he's a really nice guy? Like, this, this was what you told me, that he's a really
1: nice guy? Right, he's a really nice guy. And then and then you're saying, would I give them a chance? Mm-hmm. If I'm into the person? Sure. Yeah, I think you should take a person's advice uh, with a grain of salt.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It shouldn't also be your opinion to that person if you have a different experience with that person. Right. Me, girl code is more like there's certain things for me that I would never break this code for my friend. Mm -hmm. Like Mm -hmm. I wouldn't I wouldn't date somebody that has been interested or has dated a friend. Okay. The moment I find that out Oh no You're that example,
0: that example that I gave you was as if a chick, um, her a chick that you were cool with, her ex approached you. Oh my! Oh, her ex. Her and ex I'm cool. approached you. Yeah, no. If if
1: that's her ex, and I'm cool with her, meaning she is my friend, not somebody that's some acquaintance that I know. Mm-hmm. But like an actual somebody that is a friend of mine, for me, no. Yeah. But I have very close people to me that do not feel that way that have dated someone that has been interested in me and has gone out on a few dates with me and that I have found out and I have told them, how could you do that? I feel right. completely offended because I would never do that to you. Right. And to them, they're like, I don't understand what it is I did wrong. Do you like the person? No, I don't like the person. Then what's the the problem? No, I'm not with the person. So then, what is the problem? Is what they tell you. Yeah. (laughs) So I mean, and this person and I have had pretty much the same upbringing. So for them to feel completely different than I am, this to me it's like an alien thing. I don't. And right. I think it just depends on your particular morals and the way you see life and yeah. experiences.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, but then at that point I know that I can't trust you around someone that has been with right? Or, or sharing certain information. With
0: you. Yeah. Or
1: when, when somebody rocks your world and you happen to tell your friend yo this guy has curled my toes.
0: And we do that. And Maybe. next thing you know, she's uh, <laughs> every time she sees getting to. yeah, them toes curled too. RG says bro size bro code varies per crew. Yeah, that is true. I want right. to see if I can get. I'm am I'm I'm gonna work on it. Betty, I want you to work on this too. See if you can get some bro code um, insight. Like, what are some things that they wouldn't necessarily share with a chick that they're dating or that they're in a relationship with that occurs in the bro crew or the girl crew? And um, I already got a couple of them that I know for the girls, like, but I'll save that for next week. So, great people. Um, Thank you so very much for rocking with us. Please make sure that you are following us on Instagram. You can find me at underscore simplybree underscore and my trader over here. I'm under that underscore b74 on IG. Hmm. And um, you can, of course... (laughs) You can, of course, um, find the network at He Said What Network. Um, It's just very simple and plain. And um, like I said, thank you guys so much for rocking with us this evening. Please make sure that you tune back next Thursday. Actually, come back Sunday because Sunday we're going to have Let's Connect with Peace Intuition, where she will be doing your weekly readings uh, in regards to the new moon. As well as your one question readings. If you're interested in getting a one question reading and it's very accurate, all you have to do is go to our website, he said what network.com, and you can sign up for your booking at that point. Okay. Um, the readings are $5 for a one question reading, which you would pay more if you got one um, outside of this, uh, this show. So uh, make sure that you are supporting the network, um, subscribing. Telling a friend, tell a friend. (laughs) We need to do a telethon. I said we're going to do a telethon with uh, Simply Sports. Hey, very quickly. So Mike has this thing, right, where he will draw the title pages. So, like, when we're doing the segments and we're talking about basketball, he'll draw it on a notepad, right? He actually had a viewer send him um, an art pad. And some different color Sharpies to contribute towards Mike's creative development. So I thought that that was super awesome. Um, Huh? I think it is. Anybody want to? I don't know what I would like, but something. Yo, you know, I know what you would like. What? That Coca Coca Mania? Oh, Coco Mania. -mania. Yes. So, if you want to contribute towards the purchase of Coco Mania, down there is the cash shop. You can even look up how much it costs. I think it's the shipping part that is probably the most expensive. Yeah, I think so too. Be. Yeah, I
1: if, didn't mean anything like that. I don't want somebody to go all out for you know spending all that money. But if I they mean, want if to, it's something you know that's less expensive. I don't, you know. Things are
0: off right now, and
1: unless... Don't be a downer! Unless you happen to have the hookup somehow. Forget
0: forget what she's saying, okay? That's sweet and everything, humble pie, I understand it. But if you would like to contribute towards the purchase of Coco Mania, where we will actually, uh, and we can send it to you, Betty, because you're down in the Florida area. And we will showcase your purchase as well as shout you out across the network. Definitely, like I said, put it down in the cash app right down there. And make sure that you put your name um, or your email address in the note, the note line. Um, right? You hear her? You hear this one? We're going to have to start muting her towards the end of the show. Talking crazy. So, anyways, great people. That's your mute. (laughs) So, um, yeah, we are gone. But thank you so much for supporting us. Thank you so much for rocking with us. And until next Thursday, you guys have a safe evening, a safe week. And we will see you later. Bye. Peace.